Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parenting. Back with us for part two of a three-part interview is Simone Nago. Simone is going to share the lessons that she's learned from life's ups, downs, and the laugh out loud moments. You're going to be inspired to discover your own journey, moms and dads and guardians, and to go out into the world and become the best version of yourselves. So without any further ado, here's Simone Nago. So there's another thing that you say. You are more than enough changing the way you see yourself. So Let's say I have that mom, that dad, that parent or guardian out there that do have those limiting beliefs. They have those just statements. Hey, uh, I'm just this. I'm just that. They're in that comfort zone with the door open. How do they change themselves so that they have that, uh, you know, want to step out of their comfort zone like you did? and go climb their own mountain. So I think there's a, there's a lot of things that we can do. There's a lot of different things that, that I did that I continue to do when I think that, Oh, I don't make a difference. There's nothing that I do. And then I realize, like these, when I talk about the little things that we do, you know, cooking dinner for your family. I mean, that, that's a, that's love, right? That you're, you're Mm -hmm. showing love for, for people. And that makes a difference sitting down and having a conversation, being authentic, you know, talking about what you struggle with, with somebody else, instead of saying, oh, everything's great. You know, I mean, think about it when you ask somebody, how are they? How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks. Oh, you know, we, and we tend to, we tend to not want to share what we're struggling with because we fear that we're going to be judged. But -hmm. I can tell you that everybody's struggling. There is not one person (laughs) that doesn't have something that they're struggling with. And for me, I always feel better when I'm able to talk about it with somebody else. So a friend and I, you know, I bring up a conversation. She's like, oh, my gosh, I had the worst week. Let me tell you about what happened with my daughter. And, you know, I think those those pieces, first of all, understanding that we're not alone. Um, One thing that I do is it's it's the self-care piece. It's so important that we take time for ourselves. It's not selfish. It's not selfish. It makes us better. Far from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so really spending time for something that is important to me. When I climbed Kilimanjaro, I was gone for two weeks. I left six kids for two weeks. And um, (laughs) you know what? I think it was really important for them to, to see that, that one, I put in the work to accomplish a goal and I followed through and they were really proud of the whole thing. So it wasn't, oh, mom took time away from us. It was mom did something really cool for herself. Again, giving them permission to try different things and, and really put themselves out there. But daily affirmations is something that works really well for me. I, If you would have said that to me 10 years ago, I would have laughed and said, no way. I don't, I'm not going to do stuff like that. But it makes a big difference in my day and it makes a big difference in how the way I see myself. So every day when I look in the mirror, I think of one thing. I could be having the worst possible morning. And I think of one thing that I really 
like about myself in the moment or, and I'll have people say to me, oh, what if I don't like anything? I was like, no, there's something that you there's like. It could, oh, it could yeah. be your toenail. I don't, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> you focus on that piece of positive. And the same thing with our kids that we, you know, there, there are going to be days that are really, really tough. And, but even during those moments, there's, there's one thing that you can think about that will get you through that really tough moment because it's something positive that's going to come out of it or something positive that came before it. Um, and that's kind of how I, I go through tough moments. But understanding that we all bring incredible value to the world, that there's not one person that has this parenting thing down. <laughs> there oh, just no, isn't. No. <laughs> and, um, and that, again, giving yourself permission to say, Okay, today wasn't a great day. Tomorrow will be better. I mean, however, however you work with yourself on those things, but I think the first step is just looking in the mirror and saying, "I make a difference in the world." Well, you know, I, I think even Mister Rogers uh, would say that he he had his struggles, but I love what you're saying about daily affirmation of yourself. You know, I I suggest to my parents and guardians it, just get a journal. They're inexpensive, little notebook. Keep it beside your bed. Before you go to bed, one, two, three, write down the things that you are grateful for that happened that day. And you could also take what you did there. You you, you made it uh, an integral part of what you do every day. You were intentional about getting in front of that bear and saying something affirmative about yourself. And moms and dads, you can get a journal. You can write that. Uh, you Things that you accomplished, uh, you can put that down off in there because a year from now, when you are feeling down about something, you are feeling stressed, you can go back to that and see, hey, this is where I've come from. And I know that I'm not what I'm feeling right now. And um, I also love what you said about finding somebody that you can speak to that will add value to you and you can add value to them and taking care of yourself because you can't serve your kids out of a broken glass. You have to keep yourself, you know, upkeep on yourself so that you're able to be a, a vessel that you can pour your pour knowledge into in your experiences and then be able to pour those out into your children. Absolutely. And, you know, I think when we talk about the comparison piece, we, we really, and I'm not sure why we get so stuck on the fact that we feel like everybody else is doing things better than us because we know it's not true. So my, my example is I was waiting to, I had my 13 year old daughter with me. We were waiting to go into the Starbucks drive-thru and the line was really long. And as it is. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> and so I'm waiting and I tried to put my car just in the right place so that I wasn't blocking anybody. And sure enough, the line starts to move and a car from behind me jumps in front of me into the, into the line. And I lost it. Okay. This is, this is not, again, this is not my typical personality, but I was like ranting about, I cannot, what does this person not know what a line is? And, you know, I'm like literally losing it. And I, I'm sure it wasn't that I was losing about that. I was upset about something else. And then it just kind of all came forward. My daughter looks at me and she's like, you okay, mom? 
<laughs> and I'm like, um, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. She's like, are you sure? Because I think you've forgotten quite a few things about patience and understanding. You know, hello, you might want to practice what you preach. And of course, I couldn't stop laughing after that. And then we get up to the um, the window to pay. And of course, the person that cut us off paid for our drinks. And then my daughter said to me, I mean, that was a great like learning moment, right? Of not, we never know what anybody else is going through. And and my daughter said, well, since they paid for our drinks, can we pay for the people behind us? How long do you think that will that will go on through? And it was a really cool experience. So in something that was really bad in the moment where I was like making a big deal out of nothing, you know, she turned it into a really, really great conversation and reminding me of who I am and what I'm capable of. <laughs> and you also took that to heart. It paid for the people behind you. So, you know, in that, you know, you not only affirm what your daughter said about you, say, yep, you know, Bob could have handled that a little bit better. Let me show you how better I could have handled it. <laughs> and, and, and there's nothing complex about that. You you didn't have to read a 300-page book to be able to hear what your daughter had to say and positively respond to it. That didn't take a whole lot. It didn't cost a whole lot. Yeah. And it was a great learning experience. Yeah. Maybe more for me than for her. Um, you know, again, they're always watching, right? They're like always they... <laughs> watching. And we're learning too. Yeah. And again, yeah. it goes back to them knowing that it's okay to mess up. And um, it, it's okay that mom may lose their voice while dad may lose it. I, as you were talking there, I was wanting to raise my head <laughs> and say, yep, I get it. I, I've been like that myself, and I've kind of had to take a, a step back because when you look at it overall, it's what, what are you going to get out of it? Nothing, right? Like that, I mean, that moment. There's nothing of, to be gained. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing to be gained but a place in line. So in the end, it, it's just not worth being that upset over now that's okay for Stan to say that now uh you know but when you're in the moment sometimes it's hard to take a step back but taking that step back and letting your kids see you take that step back adjust and then come back at the situation that is outstanding well you know you you talked about the extraordinary, unordinary you and, and uh, the importance of changing the way you see yourself, but you don't get there overnight, mm -hmm. right? There's uh, no light switch. There's no light switch. It is a every day is a new day, right? Like there's there's goals that I set for myself, and there will always be that voice inside my head, right? It's understanding how to work with that voice, that voice that says, oh, you, you shouldn't go to that. Like, you're not going to fit in there. Or this is really what you want to do. And, you know, I have to say, yeah, this is what I'm doing and and work through it. I mean, it sounds a little ridiculous sometimes, but I think we all have that where we have, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. The biggest philanthropist, a celebrity on stage, they all have self-doubt. It is something that unfortunately is part of who we are. So it's really looking at ourselves and saying we are just as great as the person next to us. And Amen we're not alone. Yeah. 
you know, I was listening here recently to a speaker, uh, Jamie Kern Lima. Uh, she's the CEO of It Cosmetics. And uh, listening to her story of being told no for six years, told no. It, but if she had limiting beliefs, if she doubted herself, but then she would step back forward. And you're right, it's always there with you. But in this instance, she did not let that conquer her. And I tell you, a lot of us would have gave up after a year, three years, four years, but six years, because she had a driving passion for what she wanted to do. Moms and dads, parents and guardians, you have a driving passion. Just look into the eyes of your children. There's your driving passion right there. And there should be no amount of no's that should stop you from being the best version of yourself each and every day. Even if you fall short, Simone, like you said, sometimes we all do. Yeah. We, um, my, my mother, so she, she grew up in rural Pennsylvania. Her Mm -hmm. mom had a sixth grade education. Her dad worked in the coal mines in a local brewery. And when she was in 10th grade, she walked into a library for the first time. And that moment in time really changed her life, really opened up the world to her and seeing what was possible. She decided she wanted to continue her education. She got into, she worked three jobs. She got into the University of Pittsburgh. She worked three jobs while in college and got into University of Pittsburgh Medical School. She was one of five women out of 120 people in her medical school class. And she was very successful. She did great. She raised two two kids. She did a great job with us. Um, she was a great mom. She is a great mom. But she struggled her whole life, you know, with those beliefs, right? She, I remember her constantly reading another self-help book because she was told that her voice didn't matter and she was working in a man's world, all of these different things. And for her, but she pushed through. I mean, she really, like, there was con- that constant chatter in her head, but she was able to kind of move past it and really do an amazing job with with raising children and working. Well, that brings us to the end of part two of this three-part interview. But moms, dads, guardians, she left us with something very, very special there. All of us have this chatter in our head at one time or the other that tells us that we can't do this and we can't do this. And those are just limiting beliefs. But you can move past those things. And I hope what you heard from Simone today will enable you to do that. Be back for part three. And do, do check out the podcast description where you will find a link to her book and more information about her and how you can find other episodes from the Fiercely Parody podcast. So until next time, as I always say, go forth and fearlessly parody. God bless.